Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 81 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, Exit Strategy Part 1, Are You Building a Business with Value? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So today I'm going to skip the shopkeeper shout out because I have a special request. I'm asking for your help, or I should say I'm asking for your participation. I'm approaching the two-year anniversary of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. It's kind of crazy. Two years. I feel like I just started it. And I have something in mind to celebrate that milestone. So episodes one and two, it's this is kind of crazy to me as well, but episodes one and two are two of the episodes that struck a chord with many of you. Along my journey as the host of this podcast, I've received, man, I can't even tell you how many messages, DMs, emails, or comments I've seen in our groups. Because many of you started paying yourselves and you wanted to let me know about it. And that was part of the content or the subject matter on episodes one and two. If you didn't listen, go back and listen to those. But I love that many of you have reached out or in some way you've told me that you started paying yourself, but I haven't documented any of that. And now I wish I did. So if you're a regular listener of this podcast or you're part of one of our communities, the Shopkeepers Lab or Master Shopkeepers, or you've worked one-on-one with me, and during your time with Savvy Shopkeeper as a whole, you started paying yourself, I would love to hear from you. Okay, so before I I do my ask and you start to panic, (laughs) please know that what I'm asking, it is not complicated. So we all have audio recorder apps on our phones. What I want you to do is I just want you to press record and finish the sentence. I started paying myself because dot, 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 and then you finish it. So you can start by saying, I started paying myself because, and then finish it off. You just don't have to start off in some awkward place. But what I really want you to do is share the reason why. So if an episode inspired you, maybe it was episodes one and two, if a conversation or another shopkeeper in one of our groups inspired you, if a calculator or resource in the lab kicked you into gear, if something I said or another group member said motivated you, I want to know. So you can keep these audio files, you know, just to like one or two minutes, two minutes at the most. And then what I would like you to do is just forward that audio file to me in an email. And my email is Kathy with a K, Kathy at SavvyShopkeeper.com. Of course, I'll credit you. I'll tag your shop. Or if you prefer and you don't want to record, although what I really want is for you to record, if I'm completely honest. But if you really don't want to record, but you want to share that you did start paying yourself and why, I would love for you to send it to me in an email. Again, the same email, kathy at savvyshopkeeper.com. And if you want to keep it anonymous, I think you all know at this point, I'm, I'm happy to do that too. I'll keep it anonymous if that's what you prefer. 
but I would love an episode filled with these short audio files. Now, I know this is easy to do because I've used the audio recorder on my iPhone. And on the iPhone, if you're wondering, well, what's the name of the app? It's called Voice Recorder. And I'm pretty sure if there's a voice recorder on an iPhone, there are probably a similar, it's probably a similar app on an Android. If you need help with it, we all have maybe sons, daughters, nephews, nieces, granddaughters, grandsons, someone in our own store who might be able to, that might be able to handle the tech better and can do this for you. So when you're done hitting record on that little voice recorder app, it'll give you an option to forward it and you'll just forward it in an email. I promise it's pretty simple, but I would really, really appreciate it. If you have any questions, just DM me on Instagram. And my uh, username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. If you're new around here, I say it all the time. Hopefully you're following me on Instagram. But anyhow, I know it's, it's an awkward or uncomfortable ask for some of you, but I would love if you would do this. Shopkeepers across the country are expanding and opening up new locations by partnering with Honeycomb, forward-thinking entrepreneurs like you that created your business for your consumers are unlocking much-needed funding by allowing your community and super fans to invest directly into your growth. To learn more about how community capital can help you open your next location while embracing your ability to market your brand and increase consumer engagement, visit honeycombcredit.com brand. That's honeycomb credit.com slash brand. Moving on to episode 81. The anniversary of this podcast also had me thinking recently. My mission with Savvy Shopkeeper as a whole is to empower shopkeepers, particularly women, to work less, profit more, and grow, right? And I talk about profit a lot, but it's not about the vanity It's not about being money hungry. It's so much more than that. It's about making us stronger business owners. It's about building a solid business that has value. See where I'm going here? It's about compensating ourselves for how hard we work. And for some, it's even about retiring your spouse or partner because they don't enjoy what they're doing and they start working in your business. Yes, your business has the power to grow and support your family. Incredible, right? It's also sometimes, I'll admit, about the sweet justice. Recently, I've had more conversations than I'd like to admit with shopkeepers who deal with those people who underestimate or diminish our businesses. You know the comments where they suggest we're just playing shop, or the comments that they make that suggest that what we do is a hobby and can't possibly be sustainable, or, oh my gosh, heaven forbid that uh, our stores result in us being the breadwinners. And sometimes that's the case, but it's those kinds of conversations or those kinds of comments that sometimes drive me more, particularly with this podcast and what I do. Now, I'll be the first to say that what other people say shouldn't trigger me. Again, I've worked a lot on that. I try to just stay in my own lane, keep in my own head, focus on my own thoughts and not let other people's thoughts affect me. But you know, sometimes those drive you a little bit, right? 
I'll also be the first to add that success as an entrepreneur is relative, and I have a whole podcast episode planned on that topic. So I want to be cautious about saying too much that, but when I say that it's relative, you know, for some people it's part-time and a part-time income is successful to them and it feels great. And for some it's, you know, hitting the million dollar mark or $2 million mark and being the breadwinner in their household. Nevertheless, there are shopkeepers out there who are killing it. Even if you're just starting or maybe you're not feeling like you're killing it, there are some things you should consider and there are things you can start implementing to build value in your business. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's just meant to get you thinking. It's meant to inspire you to start believing that it is possible. I'm by no means suggesting that we all build or that we're all going to build multi-million dollar retail businesses or that we can all retire as millionaires from our retail businesses. But what's the harm in starting to plan or starting to consider that we can build some type of value in our retail stores, or our online businesses. My logic is the same with paying ourselves. We work really hard to build these businesses, and that hard work should pay off, both in the form of a regular paycheck or owner's draw, however it is that you pay yourself, and also when we're ready to walk away from our businesses. Believe it or not, you don't just have to liquidate and close your doors. It's possible to sell. Selling may not be for everyone, I get it, but I want to start having these conversations. That's why this episode starts with the words part one. I'm not sure when part two will follow. Part two isn't coming next week, I'll add that. But in today's episode, I simply want to talk about how to start building a business with value, especially if the idea of selling is appealing to you. So there are six things that you can consider or that you can really start to look at in your business to help you build a valuable business. So the first one is people. Do you have a team in place that can run the business, this is the key part, without you? If the business runs solely with and around you, where everything is stored in your head, which is often the case with solopreneurs, This makes it really challenging for a potential buyer to envision themselves owning and running your business. So the first part, again, is people. Do you have people in place that can run the business without you? Number two is systems. Do you have the systems in place so your business can run like a well-oiled machine? Is it perfect all the time? No, but I think you know where I'm going with this. This also can make handing the business off to the new owner much easier than if it's only you with no systems. If you don't have a system for inventory, if you don't have a system for documenting your vendors, if you don't have a system for inventory management, if you don't have a good point of sale system, if you don't have a good hiring or human resources system, Anything like that, that can help make the business easier for someone else to run, you know, you think about it, that's going to be much more appealing to someone than if you just said, well, everything's in my head and I don't know how to share it with you. So just something else to consider. That was number two. Number three is your brand. Have you taken steps to protect your brand? 
particularly if you have proprietary information. Maybe you make your own products or have a framework for something you teach. Do you need to have a conversation with a trademark attorney and you keep putting it off? Now, I mean, this could be so many different scenarios, so I don't, I don't want to get too focused on this particular point. But if you've been telling yourself you needed something trademarked or you needed to talk to an attorney to see if you should have it trademarked, is that something that you can do? Again, that builds value in your business. And the other part of your brand is, are you doing things to build the brand overall, to build it on social media, to build, you know, to build your following, to build your customer base, which we'll get to soon. Number four is product. Is what you sell still in demand or will it still be in demand or is it a trend that's fading out? You know, on the flip side of that, like, are you staying on top of trends or have you neglected this part of your business? I've had conversations with some shopkeepers this year in particular who told me that their business neighbors had to close because they weren't staying on top of trends. And I'm not even, when I say trends, I'm not just referring to like apparel or store, you know, apparel trends, clothing trends. You know, it could be trends within the industry that you're in or trends within retail overall, like implementing an online shop or staying on top of the omni-channel retail information, anything like that. You want to keep your business, your products relevant. The next one is customers and data. And the more you have, the better, obviously, right? But what I'm referring to here is, do you have a good, loyal customer base? And then do you have the data to, to provide to the new owner or to the potential buyer? Do you have the data like how quickly your inventory turns, your loyalty program stats, uh, who are the popular vendors that who sell the best in your store, and their contact information. I I could go on and on about data. And then the last point I want to make here, the last thing that you could look at in your business to build value is, and this is last but not least, profit. And I talk about this all the time. Get your financials in order and then really start focusing on profiting. If you can't prove that your business is cash flow positive, that you're profiting and the other thing that to consider is that you, I don't want you to be able to show that your business is in this downturn. You actually want to be climbing up. You, want, you probably want to sell your business when it's at its peak. Again, I'm not an expert here, but just something to consider because you can make money from selling your business. Now, I'm also not doing this episode so everybody runs and sells their business. It's not where I'm going here. I just want us to be prepared and educated on this topic. And I am by no means a valuation expert. I'm still learning about how that's done. I've read about a variety of formulas or ways to do this so that you can determine what can you list your business for. And I still don't know exactly which one is the best. I did recently reach out to the International Business Brokers Association to get some answers, and I haven't heard back from the person I reached out to. So if you know of a business broker, especially one that specializes in selling independent retail businesses, please connect me with them or have them reach out to me or send me a link to their website. I really want to get some answers around this because it has been 
it hasn't been clear. And again, it's, you know, the frustrating part of Google and trying to get answers. And there are ways to, you know, put a valuation on a business, but it's usually for, you know, multi-million dollar manufacturers. I'm not really getting clear answers on the smaller retail businesses. So if you know of anyone, let me know. If not, I will continue to go down the rabbit hole and do all of my research and get some more answers. And hopefully I can clarify that in part two whenever that comes along. I'm so excited to announce that Tundra is the official signature sponsor of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat. Tundra is an online wholesale marketplace for retailers and suppliers. What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. As a result, Tundra empowers us, both buyers and suppliers, to keep reinvesting in ourselves. As a store owner myself, I appreciate that ordering from Tundra keeps my store fresh with new, novel, and seasonal products. And if you didn't know, Tundra also offers a pro membership, so you save even more with free shipping site-wide. Ordering on Tundra saves us, retailers, time. We have one wholesale account to access thousands of brands and more than 1 million products. I'd like to give a special thank you to Tundra for sponsoring the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, an educational experience retailers won't forget in 2021. To learn more about Tundra, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. That's T like Tom, U-N-D-R-A. And to learn more about the upcoming retreat, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. So to recap, these are the six things to look at in your business where you can start building value. People, systems, brand, product, and then I put together customers and data. Maybe those should have been separate. Maybe that should have been seven. (laughs) And then the last one, of course, one of my favorites, profit. If you have questions, thoughts, suggestions, anything about the additional parts of this series that I want to record regarding an exit strategy for your business, please send me a DM on Instagram. Again, it's at Savvy Shopkeeper. I really want to get this conversation going. Part of it is I've seen quite a few conversations in the shopkeeper's lab. There are a couple of shopkeepers who feel that they are ready to sell their businesses and they're just starting to do this kind of work. So I thought now was a great time to begin the conversation so that I can help all of you, especially the shopkeepers who are younger in terms of their businesses. You're just getting ready to open or you've only been open for two or three years or you knew you were going to open with the goal of selling when you were at your highest profitable year. I don't know. Everyone is different. Another thing that I recently did in the shopkeeper's lab is I asked in a poll, is there anyone who started their business with the express intent or knowing that they would sell it? And it was unanimous. I think maybe two or three of the shopkeepers who responded said yes, and probably 40 to 50 said no. So that was another reason I wanted to record this episode was just to let you know that it is possible. I think what happens is we all, we're so busy running our businesses that we don't see that we can build value in it. And we don't see, you know, what the path might be 
10, 20 years or whenever it is that we're ready to close, but I'll also have statistics about how long businesses are surviving now, which will be enlightening. And that will also be in one of the upcoming exit strategy episodes. So I figured I'd save the stats for another time. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 81. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 81. I hope this episode has you thinking, maybe has you filled with questions. I hope it generates a lot of responses. Um, I'd love to hear from all of you. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it or take the time to leave a rating and review. It means a ton to me. And last but not least, don't forget to press record on your recorder app. I, you know, it's funny because I recently asked some lab members to come on and do a podcast episode with me for a new series for Shopkeeper Stories. And some of them were terrified, like no way, nerves kicked in, they're not doing it. And some of the responses were that they weren't worthy. But I just want to say you are worthy. And I want to share your wins. Paying yourself is such a massive accomplishment. And I don't want to share it in my words. I want to share it in your words. So think about it. Press record. Send me your audio files. I would really appreciate it. And think about all of the other shopkeepers you might inspire. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.